bites as you can identify tree bites fruit so you can identify people by their actions who's ready for the title anyone taking notes oh this is the worst night week to not take notes guys but that's all right this is the title my fig feed takeaway can everyone say that my fig feed takeaway my fig feed takeaway Fig, like a fruit, feed, like a meal, takeaway. My fig feed takeaway. It's an interesting title, but hopefully that can relate to your life by the end of this message. Now, I've preached the basics of this message before in Sejuna. Who was there with me? Carmel, say I. Yep, me and Carmel. So Carmel would have heard half of this message, but I've changed it a lot since then. This was over a year ago I preached it, so it's not the same message again. But And it was a different title, but now we're talking about the My Fig Feed Takeaway. So... If you turn your Bible to Matthew 21 or Mark 11, those things I talked about, they're parallel Bible verses, right? Or passages, which means what says in Matthew is very similar to what it says in Mark because they're parallel, the same story, but different people have wrote about them. And so what I've done is, because they're similar but different, I've just mixed them together and made the Matthew-Mark Bible verse. So this is what it says. So if you're reading one of them, it'll be a bit different because I've added the other one into it. So it says this, in the morning as Jesus was leaving Bethany, now I'll clarify, Bethany was a town, not a person. So he wasn't leaving Bethany the person, he was leaving Bethany the town, right? And returning to Jerusalem. So he's leaving Bethany town to go to Jerusalem town. Cool, we all got that. He, and he was hungry. Can everyone say hungry? Can the tummy say hungry? <laughs> yeah. Carl's got it. He noticed a fig tree. Everyone say, he noticed a fig tree. Like you're happy about it. He noticed a fig tree. That's great. Beside the road, in full leaf, a little way off. So he went over to see if he could find any figs. But there were only leaves. Everyone say, only leaves. Only leaves. Because it was too early in the season for fruit. Now, just another sub thing. Most other translations say he found nothing but leaves for it was not the right season for figs. Can everyone say it was not the right season? It was not the right season for figs. Then he said to, then he said to it, though Jesus talking to the tree, in Mark, may you never bear fruit again. Then in Matthew he says, may, you never, may no one ever eat your fruit again. And immediately the fig tree withered up. Hmm. So I'm going to pray. And we'll, we'll get into this. God, we just thank you right now that you can speak to us. God, we just thank you for the whole year that we've had this year as one youth. God, we thank you for undefendableness and that we can live like that for the rest of our lives. But we just pray right now that you speak to us through this fig tree and maybe understand what it means to be have a my fig feed takeaway. And everyone said, amen. So who's ever been on a car trip before? Anyone? Anyone been in a car and driven more than an hour? Yep. So that we've had road travel. I've had road travel. Who's ever been in a plane and been in plane travel? And then you have like the, the flight hostess or the, what's the man one called? I don't know. The, whatever the man one is, they'll come and they give you food and stuff through the, the, in the plane. The host. Yep, the host. That's it. That's it, the host. So basically, I don't know about you, but when I go on a car trip, I will get hungry. Whether it's in five minutes, an hour in, there comes a time when I'm driving, I'll get hungry, right? I'm the only person. That's fine. But often, and so often when, we tra- when I'm traveling, I'll either go through Macca's or KFC, some kind of a fast food shop, and get takeaway. Yes? Did any of you do that when you go and travel? If you're going here to Adelaide, will you stop through a fast food shop to get a food? 
feed, whatever, yes? And so we get takeaway, right? We go to fast food. In Jesus' day, he didn't have Maccas. Spoiler alert. He didn't have KFC, but they did have takeaway. It wasn't fast food, but it was takeaway. They'd go to fig tree, oh, takeaway, and keep going. I'd keep going, right? So that was Jesus' equivalent of our Maccas. It was a fig feed takeaway shop. So we can take away from fast food, but the fig wasn't fast food. It was by parking it, but it didn't just... There it is. Keep going. So we've got three points, though. That's what I'm going to talk about. From what we just read, there's going to be three points I think can relate to our lives, and they are this. So we repeated the three points earlier. Was that Jesus noticed the fig tree? That was the first point we're going to be looking at. The second one is he saw only leaves. That's our second point. And our third point is it was not the right season for the figs to grow. So there are our three points. He noticed a fig tree, saw only leaves, and it was not the right season. Now, welcome to summer. Who's keen at summertime? Yes, welcome to summer. Who, who loves summer? Say yeah if you love summer. I'll oh, say a lot of people here are winter lovers, I guess. So um, things that we can love about summer, the beach, swimming, getting sandal in your car and vacuuming it up. Oh, yes, we love that. It's not freezing. Who loves getting out of bed in summer? I do. I hate winter when you're like, oh, I don't want to get out. And then, especially if you've got like a bathroom, and if you, rather than putting on slippers, you've got to like run on the cold tiles. Like, tss, 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 tss. No, that's just me. It's opposite to like hot sand. You know, like in the summertime, you've got hot sand, like, tss, 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 like in the winter cold on the tiles. Like, tss, it's not the opposite. Keep going. Things I like about summer. You can wear better clothes. You're not like a robot. You know, in winter, when you're all rugged up, you're like a robot, and you're like trying to keep warm. In summer, you don't have to be a robot. You can be flexible. Um, water fights are awesome in summer. Who loves a good water fight? I love a good one. Christmas, school holidays. Come on, somebody. School holidays. Fishing, if you like, fishing is a lot better in summer than winter because you don't mind a bit of water getting on you. Then in, in winter, you're like, no, don't get me wet. But one thing I like about summer is ice cream. Who here likes some ice cream? Yes, ice cream is where it's at. Now, there's a restaurant. It's a very fancy and exclusive restaurant. You may have never attended. Called the Golden Arches. McDonald's. Who's heard of this restaurant? Who's ever had the, been to that exclusive restaurant, Macca's? Yep. So I wanted to just tell a bit of a story um, f- from my perspective of Macca's. Now, me loving ice creams in summer, I love soft serves. And, the, and then a double blessing, soft serve with a flake in it. Don't worry about a McFlurry. Don't worry about a Sunday. I love a soft serve, that nice cone, freshly poured, beautiful pig fat, Chocolate on top. That is where it is. And so um, just picture this, right? If you need to close your eyes, if you need to look into heaven, I don't know. Just picture this, right? So it's a beautiful sunny day, summer Port Lincoln day. And you're driving along and you see that, mmm. No, 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 not like tasty, like mmm, the M, yeah? You see that big M and you go, I know. You say, I'm hungry. I know the perfect thing for this. Soft serve. You got a dollar twenty in your pocket, whatever it is. I'm going to get a soft serve, right? This is, this, picture that. So you're Josh driving in Wes, because that's back in the day. That's the good old days. Picture that. Um, and so then you, oh, wait. And so before I go into the story, just you can pause your brain things. Who knows that? A soft serve in summer is like, that goes together perfectly, yeah? Like, examples could be school and homework. They go together, yeah? Uh, fish and chips. Bread and butter. Uh, Phineas and Ferb. Perry. <laughs> Bacon and eggs, birthdays and presents, bunnings and snags, sausage is all, yeah, got that. Uh, Holy Ghost and power, uh, speedos and beach walks, socks and sandals, 
loving coconuts, taller and flushing, jumping in the chorus. You know, all those things go together. Ice cream and summer go together like socks and sandals and all the rest of it. But so back into my story, picture that. You, you, you pulled up in the drive-thru of Macca's, right? And so you, and there's like a box there. Who knows what I'm talking about? So you, you, you drive up and there's a box. It's like a right thing and it goes, and so it's like, and you go, they go, it said you'll have something like this. So picture this. Welcome to McDonald's. Place your order when you're ready, thanks. Or, the, or you could have the grumpy person. Welcome to McDonald's. Place your order when you're ready, thanks. So you go there, you get to the box. And it's like, oh, g'day, mate. Can I please grab a sauce and a flake? Thanks. Then this is where it comes. Chinese whispers, right? The Chinese whispers begins. Then, then they talk back and it's like, so that was a large um, Big Mac meal, uh, two Cokes and a supercharged sauce. I uh, got your supercharged KFC. You didn't pick that up. But that's all right. So you go to the, who knows what I'm talking about? You go to the box, you order your, your soft serve, and then so you're driving there, have your box, you do it, you're talking to your, my soft serve, thank you. And then it comes back, Chinese whispers, like, do you want to like a big, large Big Mac? And I'm like, no, 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 no. No, soft serve with a flake. And then they come back, Chinese whispers again, comes back something else, like, no, a soft serve, S. Oh. Oh, however you spell it, and then you finally get to the sauce over the flake, right? Who's ever been to Macca's and it's like that? And you're playing these Chinese whispers through the Jupiter thing, and then you finally get your order. Then the excuses happen, right? So, and it's like, they're like, oh, sorry, the machine's on defrost. And you're like, what am I coming to Macca's for? So you feel sorry for them, so you go buy like a frozen Coke because it's still cheap, right? Yeah, yeah. And so then... The next time, a beautiful sunny day again, and you're like, hmm, I'm a bit hungry. You see the M, the mmm. Oh, I know. I'll go and get a saucer with a flake. So you park back around in there, go to the machine. Welcome to McDonald's. Um, place your order when you're ready, thanks. Can I please grab a saucer with a flake? Again, the Chinese whispers happen. You get through all of that motions, and you say, you get the saucer, and then they say, sorry, excuse Tom again. We've run out of mixture. And you're like, please don't give me a second-hand mixture. Who's ever been to Macca's here and they've given you that second-hand mixture? Don't do it. Trust me, don't do it. It's kind of like mushed-up ice and milk, and it's just like, just do not do it, right? That's the second excuse. Repeat that whole story again, and this is the third excuse Macca's give you. They'll go, the machine's broken down, out of order. And you're like, every summer, on the hottest day, you'll be like, every day, the, the day you need you don't just want the ice cream. The day you need the ice cream, the machine breaks down. And you're like, Mac, get your act together. This is ridiculous, right? And so often I will drive in just for a soft serve, a dollar twenty soft serve, and then I'll f- and when it's the first situation, I'm like, oh well, I'll at least I'll, I'll buy something. But then once you get those three excuses, you're like, stuff your Maccas, and then you won't just reverse out because then the car's driven in behind you, and you feel like saying, hey, you want a soft serve? Reverse out now, but because you try and do them a favour, so you, you're stuck and you go, well, I'm not even gonna. You, they say, you say, well, can we get anything else? No, nah, sorry, just let me drive through, thanks. And so I just drive through and leave them. And so, <laughs> getting this dumb story back to Jesus, um, uh, I feel like I'm not even gonna feel bad. I'm just gonna drive through. So the next time I'm hungry, I'm not even gonna come to you at all, Macca's, because like it's finished. That's it. I've had enough. I've had enough. Been let down, rejected. I just wanted a fast, beautiful, soft serve on summer, and you let me down. And so that's how Jesus was with the fig tree, right? He may not have had Maccas, but he had the fig feed takeaway shop, 
and he is sick and tired of the fig tree not having a fig on the tree, and he goes, just like I get sick of Maccas having excuses about not having a soft serve, Jesus is like, that's it, tree, you're done, right? Now let's get into it. Who's ready for the first point? Jesus, Jesus notices you. That's our first point. Tell the person next to you, Jesus notices you. Cameron, Jesus notices you. Pete, Jesus notices you. Nikita, Jesus notices you. Everyone else in this room, Jesus notices you. On the podcast, Josh, if you're listening, Jesus notices you. Carlos, Jesus notices you. Now, this is what, um, just as Jesus saw the fig tree and I see Maccas in summer, Jesus Jesus sees us. Not Caesars, he sees us. Now, whether we like it or not, people notice you, all right? So, for example, even if you feel like you're a nobody, even if you feel like no one cares about you, if you feel like life would be better off without you, or you might think, no one notices me, that's a lie, and you've got to destroy that thing. You've got to rip that up and chuck it away, because people do notice you, and if people were really not to notice you, Jesus does notice you. And I want to say to you that you have influence, and people expect something from you. Just like I expect a beautiful soft serve from Macca's, just like Jesus expects a beautiful fig from the fig feed takeaway shop, he expects something from you and you have something that you can provide for people. And I want to tell you that. And if honestly, no, yeah, and so I've just read all that. So then that's our first point. Point one, done. Jesus notices you. Second point, it says leafy look. We're talking about leafy looks. And this is, a, if you're taking notes, this is the one you write down. Don't grow the show. Can anyone say that? Don't grow the show. And so he sees a fig tree all leafy, but no fruity. All right? So, um, and who's, and so basically it was all show, but had no substance. The fig tree had it all going on. Look, look at my leaves. But when it comes to it, there's no substance to the, the tree itself. There's no fruit. Now, who's heard this one before? Your character is who you are when no one is watching. Who's heard that one before? And so we can relate that to the tree. Character is who you are when no one sees, or character is who you are where no one can see, yeah? And so the true character of the fig tree is where no one could see, because there's fig leaves, but you want the substance, not the show. And so what's under your leaves? What's under your show? What's found when no one is watching you? That's a question we've got to ask ourselves. Am I just show, or is there some substance within my life? And so appearance and everything can seem okay. For example, so from a distance, people could look at Leanna. People could look at Claire. I'm not saying that this is you. This is, could be the example. They could look at Josh. We'll say that. People could look at Josh and go, from a distance, oh, um, uh, he, he goes to you, sweet. He goes to church. He says the right things. But then that's the, the distance. That's the leafy look. But when you come up and are within my life, when you actually know me personally, is there substance to me? Is, is my heart right? Or is there something lacking? Is there something, am I just doing a show but not having the substance? And we've got to ask ourselves that. I want substance, not show. And so a fig tree is identified, um, yeah, a fig tree's identity is not found in having leaves. Yeah? It is, it is a fig tree because it's meant to have figs. For example, a lemon tree isn't a lemon tree because it, it has leaves on it. It's a lemon tree because it can grow lemons. Now, if a lemon tree doesn't have lemons on it, is it still a lemon tree? Yes. Just like if a fig tree doesn't have figs on it, it's still a fig tree because it's meant to have those things on it. And so an example for this is that um, a famous singer, right? Uh, so, yeah, we, we can look good on the outside and think this is my identity, the clothes I wear, my hairstyle, how I play sport, my girlfriend or my boyfriend, but your true and real identity character is what you look like when you uh, is 
is what you look like and what you do, and that is found in Jesus. Sorry, I read that wrong. Your character and identity is not what you look like, it's what you do, and that's found through Jesus. That's what I meant to say. And so a fig uh, tree is a fig tree, not because of its figs, it's because it has the potential to produce figs. And it's the same thing for us. Um, For us, our identity is Jesus, not that we are like Jesus, but because we have the potential to be like Jesus. That is what our character is meant to be. And so Jesus doesn't care about your appearance. He cares about you doing what you were designed for. And so for an example, this is what I was trying to get to. A famous singer isn't a famous singer because of clothes that they wear. Who knows that? Just your clothes doesn't affect your singing, right? And so uh, uh, it's not about how they talk. It's not about how they snore. It's about how they sing. That's what makes a singer famous. Now, you you could get Justin Bieber right here, JB, my mate. He could be right here, and we could trade clothes, so I would look just like Justin Bieber, right? Yes, but no, I don't have tats, I don't have my mum's eye, my, my in-between, my elbow, whatever else. But, um, and so I could talk the same, own the same house, drive the same cars, because we've got multiple cars. Um, I could crash into um, paparazzi. I could do everything. I could be like Justin Bieber, right? But that doesn't make... And so from a distance, I can look like a famous singer. But the reality is I'm not going to be a famous singer because I can't sing, right? Who gets that? I can't be a famous singer because I can't sing. And so it's your, what you are is because of what you do, and that's what Jesus wants from us. And so the people closest to you need fruit from you. Jesus has given you something special. He has given you the ability to produce and walk out, uh, work it out in your life, and he desires to see it in your life. And now this is where my favorite point is, point number three. Now, everyone say this, it wasn't the right season. It wasn't, the, everyone say, it wasn't the right season. Now, when it comes to growing fruit, who's a farmer here, anyone? Anyone growing something, a, a herb bush, a tomato plant or something? And so you know that in the, depending on the season, will be depending on whether it grows or not. So some vegetables grow in summer, other vegetables grow in winter. Some things grow in winter and don't grow in summer, depending on the seasons. They need different water levels, they need different sunshine levels, and that will depend on whether the fruit or the vegetable, whatever it is, will grow. And so uh, it depends on the rain, the right rain, right sun to produce the right fruit. And so the conditions is what causes it to do what it needs to do. And so Galatians 5, 22, 23 says this, but the Holy Spirit produces these kinds of fruits in our lives, love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Who's heard that before? They're the fruits of the Spirit. And so that's what Holy Spirit does within our lives. And unfortunately, sometimes we think the only time we can have them at work in our lives is through the right conditions. But we aren't a fruit tree because the Holy Spirit can do those things within us without it. So for example, too often in life we don't live these out because it's not the right season, not the right conditions. So for example, let's talk about joy. So we think this, if I have the right car, I'll have joy. Uh, If I have the right house, then I can have joy. Um, If I have good grades, then I can have joy. We think about, we have to have the right conditions for our joy. Um, If I have a good lunch packed for school, then I can have joy. Um, If I get a win on Fortnite, then I can have joy. And so we think if the conditions are right um, and it's the right season, I'll have joy. But the Holy Spirit says, no, you should have joy despite your conditions, right? Next one, peace. I'm just going to not read them all, but these are just examples. So peace. If I live in the right street, I can have peace. If I live in the right town, I can have peace. If I have the right neighbours, I can have peace. Um, If I don't have exams, I can have peace. And so we think if the conditions are right and it's the right season, I'll have peace. 
wrong. Generous. If I have the right job, I can be generous. If I'm getting enough money, I can be generous. Um, if I have no bills, I can um, be generous. If I, yeah, uh, if I have the right parents to teach me to be generous, I'll be generous. Um, if I have to get no new games, I can be generous. Um, if, if it won't cost much and no sacrifice, I can be generous. And so we think if the conditions are right and it's the right season, I will be generous. Next one, last one, patience. If I'm not running late, I'll be patient. If I'm not busting to relieve myself, I can be patient. Um, if I have, if you're like a parent, if I had the right kids, I would be patient. And again, if the conditions are right and it's the right season, I'll have patience. But that's not the way we are meant to live. And so if we go to Matthew 5, 43 to 48, Mike, and if you look up the message for a bit later for us, that's Matthew 5, 43 to 48. And I'm just going to read that to us because I think it's very... Matthew 5, 43 to 48. I'm just going to read this. This is what it says. Jesus teaching about love for enemies. You have heard the law that says, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I say, this is Jesus says, love your enemies. Pray for those who persecute you. In that way, you will be acting as true children of your Father in heaven. For he has given sunlight to both the evil and the good. And he sends rain on the just and the unjust alike. If you love only those who love you, what reward is there for that? Even corrupt tax collectors do that much. If you are kind only to your friends, how are you different from those um, from anyone else? Even pagans do that. But you are to be perfect even as your Father in heaven is perfect. And so we can say, I will only love those that love me is all about the conditions. We think, oh, well, if it's the right season for me to love you, well, I'll love you. But Jesus is saying, no, 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 no. I don't care about the conditions. I want to see love in you anyway. So Claire, Jesus wants to see love in you. Charlotte, Jesus wants to see the fruits of the Spirit with work in your life. He doesn't, for all of us, for Josh, Carlos, he doesn't care about what seasons we're in. He doesn't care what conditions we're in. He's saying, I want to see the fruits of the Spirit at work within your life because someone needs them, I need them, and I expect them from you. And so, um, and I love this. And so, Psalms 1, 1 to 3 says this. And if you read it properly, there's a few things I've cut out because we don't really need it. It says, oh, the joys. Can everyone say joy? Oh, the joy of those who delight in the law of the Lord. Now, what's that? The Bible. We've got to delight in the Bible, right? Meditating on it day and night. That's a challenge for us. Now, I would say if you don't do a devotional life at all, do one in the day, whether it's morning or night. But that's a challenge for us. What about the first thing and the last thing you do? Meditate on the Bible. There's a challenge. Um, they are like trees planted along a riverbank, bearing fruit each season. Their leaves never, never wither and they prosper in all they do. And can I say that is a reflection of what we are meant to be like. When we meditate on God day and night, say, Holy Spirit, speak to me. Holy Spirit, help me see things in my life. We are like that planted by a river, and the river is a symbol of the Holy Spirit because he flows and moves, and he's what enables us to be fruitful. Every season, whether it's we have the right house or we have the wrong house, whether we have the right job or if we have the wrong job, whatever it could be in our life, whether it's a good season or not the good season, to be easily joyful or easily patient, Jesus and the Holy Spirit can make us be and have the fruit despite the season circumstances. And so when you know God, it's always the right season to have those things in your life. And so I want to encourage you, pursue God. Say, God, speak to me. I want to have the right fruit. I don't just want to love my 
love the ones that love me. I want to be able to love my enemies and have the fruit despite that. And so um, people want what you can give them. And as I said, at point one was that Jesus noticed you, and I believe people notice us. And whether we like it or not, they're looking for fruit in our lives. As soon as you say you're a Christian, we've got to be the person, you know what, we're going to have the higher road. We're going to live the highway and let the Holy Spirit work within us so we can have those fruits despite the season that we're in. And so back what we started with, Matthew 7.20, Jesus says, Yes, just as you can identify a tree by its fruit, so you can identify people by their actions. And so are we just a Christian because Jesus is within us or are we a Christian because Jesus is actually fruitful within us? And so I just want to encourage you with that and we're going to pray. So this is the question. How's your fig feed takeaway? Because we are a takeaway shop. Whether we like it or not, just like Jesus went to the fig feed takeaway, we're meant to be the, the fig feed takeaway where there's fruit for us that people can grab and say, you know what, they have the patience. They have the love. They have the joy. We've got to have that kind of lifestyle. And do you grow the show or do you have substance? They're the questions for us. So what we're going to do now is because we have enough people for it, I reckon Mariah, I'll just get you to read that Bible verse and then you can lead the girls through the mini gathering and just we'll talk about those two questions and I'll lead the guys. So that'll be cool. So Mariah, she's just going to read what we read in Matthew. So we're done, Carlos.